Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. A great rotation seems to be brewing in Asia as investors look to North Asian markets, shifting their attention from markets in Southeast Asia. And a recent Bloomberg article reported on this, saying that the nascent revival in North Asian equities is being touted as the start of a potential bull run. And joining us on the phone is one of the authors of this article, Ishika Mukherjee, who is the deputy team leader for Asia Stocks at Bloomberg News. Ishika, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hongmin. Nice to speak to you. Nice to speak to you, too. So let's just start off with some, you know, background context. Which Asian markets have languished most of this year and why have they underperformed? Sure. So um, markets in, such as Hong Kong, which is Chinese shares, has mm-hmm. been Hong Kong, South Korea, Taiwan. These markets have done really badly this year. They're among the world's worst performers, or rather were, Mm -hmm. before the rebound in November. Because a lot of uh, Korea and Taiwan's indexes, a lot of the weighting is in chip stocks, semiconductor Mm -hmm. stocks that uh, that have languished this year because the industry has not been doing well. So fundamentals aren't backing those stocks. Mm -hmm. And because the Fed has been raising interest rates, so the discount rate for tech stocks is basically being reassessed by investors. And of course, over in China, there are a lot of issues with the COVID lockdowns, right? right, So that the sentiment has been really terrible there for the past two years. Mm -hmm. So it seems like the underperformers have been North Asian markets. So looking at Southeast Asia now, why have domestic demand driven southern markets like Indonesia and India proven resilience most of this year? So a lot of Southeast Asia's performance and South Asia's uh, outperformance has been because, uh, say, Indonesia, which is seen as a commodity um, exporter, which is a commodity exporter, Mm -hmm. it's an inflation hedge. So investors have been buying it. India, meanwhile, has come out of the pandemic, a lot of economic recovery. You're seeing growth of 6%, 7% here at a time. Growth forecasts elsewhere in the world, especially in the West, are being cut. The Mm -hmm. U.S. could be going into recession. So these are the things that investors were factoring in. And for Indonesia and India in particular, they have a huge domestic demand basis with massive populations. Mm-hmm. So even if the external environment is not that good, investors are looking at the domestic consumption that is supporting these economies. Mm. But it seems like, according to your article, it seems like the tables have turned this month with Southeast Asia beginning to underperform in the last few weeks. Yep. So some investors are taking the booking profits right from mm-hmm. these markets. I forgot to mention previously that the revival in these economies also means a lot of tourists are coming back Mm. to the likes of Bali, Bangkok. So that that has been helping these economies. Um, What is happening now is um, that the North Asian markets have been beaten down so much Mm -hmm. and investors are starting to look ahead. Don't forget the stock market starts pricing things in six to eight months before you actually see the change in the economy or the underlying sector. So they're starting to price in a recovery going into 2024 already into chip stocks. They're seeing valuations are so depressed in North, in sorry North Asia, including South Korea, Taiwan, and Hong Kong, mm-hmm. that they think this is 
potentially a good time to buy. But of course, we had the protests over the weekend mm-hmm. in China, which is making things uncertain. Right, right. And why are investors turning to North Asia now? Because uh, they see chip stocks um, as having priced in a lot of the bad news for mm-hmm. the sector. Um, we're seeing the likes of Societe Generale, Lombard Odia, um, these uh, companies, these brokerages rather, are seeing a turn in the cycle for the semiconductor industry by mid-2023. Mm-hmm. So they think the stocks will start to recover. For China, a lot, again, uh, investors are seeing mm-hmm. a lot of the bad news is priced in related to COVID lockdowns, the economic slowdown. And we have a few key conferences, economic and political conferences coming up. So um, there are companies uh, and there are asset managers that think it's a good time to position mm-hmm. right now. Um, strategists at Goldman Sachs, in fact, think that, um, you know, the, the equity uh, leadership in Asia is going to shift from India and Southeast Asia to China and Korea next year. But would it be a smooth way up for North Asian markets now or do risks still remain? A lot of risks still remain, as we can see with the big sell-off. The moment you have protests erupting in China, it adds a new um, hurdle mm-hmm. to exit from COVID-0 for that economy. Um, there are still a lot of unknowns about how China is going to go about reopening mm-hmm. the economy. Um, in terms of the chip sector, when you have global growth slowing next year, it's hard to see how exporting economies are going to do well. So the first half, especially, of 2023 is going to be a pretty volatile one. So only investors who really have the stomach for that kind of volatility should consider buying into any dips right now. Right, right. And what should investors also continue to look out for when you know investing in the Asian markets? I'd say the ever-changing COVID situation in China. Um, yeah. Cases are close to... Uh, record highs, um, the country continues to impose different types of restrictions, if not full-blown lockdowns, of course. Um, In certain districts, um, investors are tracking everything from subway ridership to the mid-risk, high-risk cities right now to see how exactly the reopening that China is expected to have Mm -hmm. is panning out. Um, There are still a lot of unknowns right now, and the IMF has also cut its growth forecast for the globe, for the world um, to 2.7% now from 3.8% in January. Mm-hmm. So um, there's still a lot of risks out there, but investors who really think that this is the price to buy a, a lot of battered stocks think maybe we should get in at this point. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Well, thank you, Ishika, for your time and your insights today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We've been speaking with Ishika Mukherjee, Deputy Team Leader for Asia Stocks at Bloomberg News. And those who want to check out this article by Bloomberg, it's titled, A Great Rotation is Brewing in Asia as Investors Head North. Thank you for listening to Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcast at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.